Hi, friends. Today's show, we get to partner with International Justice Mission, and they are the largest anti-slavery organization in the world, where Eddie works. Right, Eddie? I do. I love it. Yes. They work to rescue people out of slavery and trafficking and walk with survivors until they're restored and thriving in freedom. We have really enjoyed sharing these stories of hope. And today's story is about Ron, a father and husband from Cambodia, who was tricked by a trafficker into taking what he thought was a well-paying job in a fishing vessel, but turned out to be a ploy to get men on the open waters of Thailand, where Ron found out he'd been sold as a slave to the boat captain. Yeah, his story is super common, and it makes me sad. But what's incredible, and this is like IJM perspective, is people that are listening to this, people that are hearing Ron's story, it means that his story isn't hopeless. Because after years of labor um, in the Thai fishing industry, an IJM rescue operation came in and helped free Ron and all of the other men alongside him. And I've seen the pictures of it, and it's just absolutely beautiful. And Ron is home now with his sweet family. So it is a really, I mean, it's like, Annie, come on. I love it. It's a really beautiful story. And there's just a direct connection between people supporting IJM and Ron and a bunch of other people that were, you know, locked in this fishing industry alongside of him. So it's awesome. And it's people like you guys listening who make sure Ron wasn't lost by sending IJM to rescue him. You can join arms with this community of people by becoming a Freedom Partner at IJM.org slash be a hero. Freedom Partners give monthly to make it possible for IJM to show up for men like Ron who are facing violence and slavery around the world. It's quick and simple to sign up and Freedom Partners get regular updates on the impact of their gifts and how they are making a difference around the world. So that link again is IJM.org slash be a hero. All right, Ron. I love Ron. Nice. It's great. Good morning, Eddie. Happy Tuesday. Annie F. Downs. It's been a million years since we've chatted. It feels that way. Why does it feel that way? <laughs> because we did every day for 74 That's days. Right. And then all right. of a sudden, all of a sudden doing a two a week show, which is normally a lot more a podcasting. Lot. Yes. We're we're just like, boy, we've been lost in the desert. Who will hear my thoughts? <laughs> Who will listen to me speak and laugh at me? I've been like, I wonder if the girls are going to, this morning I thought, I wonder if the girls are going to come on the show today. It's been a long, uh, that was Friday. That was that not was, that long ago. That was just Friday. Was Friday. And let me just say, Annie, uh, your mini BFF book club. Hold on. How do you exactly call it? That's it. Mini BFF book club. That's exactly Yes, right. yes. They loved it last night. Oh, did we were, they? With uh, Fiona the Hippo. Yes, I mean, they picked the book the other night. And they were they were tickled that you read it, and they loved that book, okay. and it was so fun watching it. And <laughs> okay, that's a great book, and the illustrations so are gorgeous. And Fiona's an actual real hippo. I mean, the whole a, thing makes it a. Unfortunately, I may have peaked just like our show did early, and <laughs> I may have read the best children's book ever last night. And we've I'm going to keep doing the mini BFF book club forever. But it was a it's a sweet little book, isn't it? I mean, it's such a it's got a nice little moral to it, and it's yeah. funny. I loved the I loved the part where you asked what the kid's favorite page was. The idea of a very good way of making a book interactive for a kid, and I was watching, you know, our kids, and they're responding to you, and it's so cute. Were they, they t- you really, I love when they I love when parents show me videos of the kids talking back to me. Yeah. Can you count count the number of fish? One, two, and they're both counting because yeah. they're just there's the separation is, and so there's kids all around the world counting yeah. along with you, yeah. which is it was the it was very very cute. It's um, just incredible. It's one of my very favorite things I get to do right now. It is, it is absolutely where I you know just like you and I starting the show when the pandemic started, I did it every night. 
because right. I, I it actually started because my real life friends here in Nashville, I wasn't getting to see their kids. And so yeah, I said, well, yeah. you just get on FaceTime and can I read them a book? And so for probably the first three or four nights of quarantine for me and all my friends, because we all got quarantined at the same time, yeah. was me just getting on FaceTime and reading to reading to my local mini BFFs. And yeah. then I was like, maybe I'll try this one time and see. And we had, you know, 10,000 people watch. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I one was of like, many, oh, yeah. this is a thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a real, it's a need and it's joyful and you're good at it. And it's just one of those oh, things thanks. you're like, why not? Literally, you just put your phone on a stand and hit go. Yeah, and I just and per, hang I out just with these sweet kids. To, yes, it's so sweet. It's it's really fun. And now, I don't know if you saw. I know you're not an Insta story guy, but yesterday I posted. Oh, we're I don't starting know, to get. Oh, you are now. You've become an Insta story guy. I am at the epicenter of Insta story. Finish your story, and then I will talk. Okay, about it'll be it. very fast, and then you have to tell me. We've just started getting a little bit of mail from many BFFs. Oh, and that's dear. them writing my address on an envelope will just oh, melt you. Gosh. It's the cutest. One little Emma sent me an, an uh, one yesterday, and that her handwriting on the envelope is like, "Oh, can oh this is this is money to me. This is like I don't need any money because this is money. Like this is oh that is sweet. I, I can I can buy food and eat off of the joy that this feels <laughs> makes oh, me feel. <laughs> seeing them write Annie in oh, little gosh. Annie F Downs. I mean, it's just oh, the yeah. sweetest. So, okay, and tell you know me. No, go. Well, I was just going to say, you know their mom and dad like wrote it on a separate sheet of paper, and they sat right. there, and they just poured over it. Right. And their mom and dad said, you got to write it pretty neat, because the post office does be able to read it. Like, the yes. effort for a kid to bust out a quick letter yes. is, uh, it's just very sweet. I, it's very yes. dear. It's the dearest. So, Insta Story, I have done two of them in the last week and a half, which wow. is a, about a 1,000% increase. Uh-huh, um, right. All text-based. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, you're not doing videos. No, I haven't seen that. I've just seen you typing things or screenshotting things. Yeah, and that's all. I mean, it's not a big story, but I mean, it's I'm learning it. It's yeah. uh, here's a hard thing about it. You can't change the order, so you have to think ahead of time. Unless I don't understand the order that things are popping up in. Yes, so, that's right. As you load them, that is how they are. That is the order of them. Yes. Yeah. Which. Makes sense, except that the other day there was just like a bunch of kind comments about it was uh, this show, and then I did it again with Activist, and I didn't realize uh, this is very boring. But I posted no, them all. I put all the ones that were just very sweet up there, yeah. and then I said so many people have been saying nice things, but then mine came at the end. So basically, it was like I didn't realize it, and it was I essentially had prefaced, but at the end, and I just was like, I don't know how to do this. So no, I that's really, fine. I needed to learn. I need to learn. It's in the order. You can't go in and edit yes, around the yes. order. Okay. That's right. You do need to pre-think about that. But once you start doing selfie videos and once you are talking to the camera, which will be when I can't imagine what would lead to that. But the day that it I, happens, just I will do yeah. Yes. I'll do one in person with you. I would say that's the right. next one I do. Okay. If if we're ever in person, I will We've done like, that before. We did it for when right. you were here at Christmas with Andy Barron. Oh, which you're going to love this. Yes. Our mutual friend Andy Barron has agreed to be on the podcast again on <gasps> That Sounds Fun at, oh. for our Innia Summer series in July. Oh, is he? Well, he's is a he nine. Coming, he's is a he coming with Roxy nine. too? Or is it just uh, the, I no, forget how the series goes. It's a male nine and a female nine who don't know oh. each other. That's always my goal is that they don't know each other. 
Oh, because then they good. can't play off each other's histories. They can only listen to each other's stories, and in in real time, oh. we hear them respond to each other's. Oh my gosh, me too. Or yeah, I don't think like that at <laughs> all. Right. You know, that's so, right. Didn't I know. You have I'm one that was couples though. Or did in I miss February, it? I do all couples. Yeah. Okay, but not enneagram based. That's too hard. Can you imagine? I mean, that's forty some odd episodes. If you do a one and a one and a one and a two and a one and a three and a one and a four. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't have the endless. I don't have the mental capacity or the friends to get that level of. That's, not, that's not true. But at some point, you have to take your show back. You're yeah, like, that's right. Okay, that's right. That is an interesting episodes. idea of just crowdsourcing like, hey, here's a form. Fill it out. And if we get all 45 <laughs> slots filled, <laughs> I'll interview you all. <laughs> that's the whole deal. Yeah, Annie, that'd be something. I interrupted you earlier, and I'm sorry. Oh, really? Because Well, yeah, I was so interested in talking about Insta Story that I yeah. interrupted something. Is there any chance you remember what you were going to say? Because I feel bad. Oh, I'm sorry. You feel bad. You don't need to. I don't remember at all. I think this is just us talking. It's just a good reminder to you as a person that Enneagram 7s, particularly me, when we mm-hmm. interrupt each other, it is a sign of engagement and excitement. So it does not oh. ever hurt my feelings. Or I would tell you if it did. It has yet to ever hurt my feelings because it just feels like we're engaged and excited. And as an Enneagram 4, you will absolutely, no matter how hard I try not to, you will get a text about this later on today or tomorrow apologizing really? for, oh, yes, I, it, like, it will replay in my head over and over. I'm like, oh, I didn't, I didn't communicate value to her, and I can't stop thinking about it. And what I was saying I thought was more important than what she was saying, which isn't true, but that's how it comes off. And, and then you just think about it and think about it, and then you have to apologize. So even apologize, okay. even, yeah. <laughs> Okay, See, so <laughs> forgive me for forgive me for interrupting you, but where you say an interruption says what you were saying isn't a value, like mm-hmm. Annie, when I interrupt you, what I'm what, I apologize because what I'm saying is what you were saying is not a value. To me, when people interrupt, what they're saying is I so value what you're saying that I am going to jump in this with you. Funny, isn't that funny? So I hear it totally different. I mean, you and I have our the times that our dances are misstepped, but <laughs> yeah. but I mean, like as far as like if you're excited in a conversation, it it does not devalue what I'm saying. It makes me feel like you are so with me that we have to keep going. Funny, I know. When I am interrupted, and this may be a little bit more of my story as well, like history and plus in uh, Instagram plus Enneagram uh-huh. equals what I'm about to say, but. Uh, I feel when I'm interrupted, I feel like the person is communicating clearly. You you are not as important as me. What oh. what you're saying is less important. And when I'm interrupted, it is like it's actually a parenting trigger too that I've had to be like, no, everybody's just talking. Just quit freaking out about you know who knows what I'm sharing about, and then they hop in because they're excited about whatever because they're other people that are they're all just excited and we're all just chatting and having a nice talk but it is such a trigger and so i i have the inverse trigger when i interrupt someone i feel really bad about it wow i'm so glad you told me that so that i can be particularly careful cuz i would never want you to hear what i'm not saying which is yeah. my i am more important than you my words are more important than you i would i would want you to hear annie's having so much fun in this conversation right. that she is jumping in right now but it's yeah. helpful for me to know that because what I don't want, okay, here's here's the seven minutes of seriousness. Apparently, what I don't want is for you is for you or people around me to change behavior because of my own interpretation of things. Because I like your version better. 
that we're all having fun and we're all just like dancing and high-fiving and we're playing pickup basketball. You know what I mean? We're sure. passing the ball and sometimes we're going to step on each other's feet. Sports metaphor. Nailed yeah, it. sports. Um, thank you. Um, but uh, so I don't want you to change because of it or at all. You, you know what I mean? Even because it's like, oh, this is a thing for me to learn when we're interrupting each other. It's just fun. And but if it's a thing, I also trust my friend Annie enough to say like, hey, you're kind of stepping all over me and being rude, which sure. you would say. Yes. Well, that is one thing for sure about me, but particularly about mm -hmm. you and me, as I would tell you. But also, it's interesting that you don't want people to change their behavior for you because actually loving your friends is altering your behavior to some degree to make sure they feel loved. I think it's totally appropriate for people to, oh man, my friend, I'm not, I, Annie Downs is not a, um, I'm not an Enneagram too. I don't show up and help people. Like if someone's sick or someone's, you know, I, uh, it is a really? discipline for me. Well, it's a choice. Yeah. I choose yeah, yeah. to, yeah. I will take them dinner. I will go help. I will, I will show up. It's not innate in me. And so yeah. I have to, <laughs> I have to choose to, I have to choose to do that. You sound so mm. quiet right now. I feel like you're not with me. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm fully present. No, I'm fully present. I'm digging in, trying not to interrupt. I promise. I know, I know. It's going to make me feel so. No, no. I'm not looking at my phone. Alone. I wasn't checking email, I'm not slacking, <laughs> whatever. I'm, I'm here. Uh, or whatever. I know we forced you to be real slacky here at Downs Books slash That Sounds Fun Network. Downs Inc. doesn't play on Slack. Yeah, no joke. We but I know what you're saying. But I, I appreciate. No, so I think is it it's okay like for people to change behavior because it because of their a way to adjust their behavior to make their friends feel more cared for? Yes, yes, yes. Is like a hard yes to that. But I also think there's a little bit of it that I realize with me. It it's a little bit like. Like when I'm speaking, I don't expect everyone to be silent because there's uh -huh. a little bit of it that's enabling some, I know that inside myself, there's a little wrong thinking in it. Uh, it's not sure. just Enneagram 4 stuff. It's, just, you know, it's yep. all the stuff, all the baggage you bring in from your life. Right. Like you, oh, oh dancers outside the window. Really <gasps> at it. Absolutely perfect point. Oh, so great. funny. Just really going at it right now. No idea. <laughs> We're about to get into <laughs> psychology. Here we are. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> dance. A lot of arm pumps this morning. Is there morning. music for them, or do your three women oh, just dance? Oh no, it's the music in their soul. It's uh huh. Just, okay. It's the music of the getting in the garage. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I, it's like yes, I want I want to be aware of the way all of my friends basically give and receive love, and the way that I can best be the best friend I can be for them. So for you, I know what that means sometimes, and I am happy and enjoy getting to be. A more customized friend for yeah. you. Yeah. Ah, oh, customized friendship. Yeah. Right. But then at the same time, I don't want people to lean into my own unhealth and, and uh, uh, tiptoe around me. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's that fine line of like, okay, what do I express is a thing versus what do I realize inside of myself is a thing and I just need to work on that. Right. <laughs> right. Wow. Same. Same. I mean... 100% the same. I think it is very um it is very important for us all to well I don't know about anybody listening. It's very important for me to be always all the way Annie and to feel mm -hmm. very proud to be Annie the way God made me, who I am. I can't change a lot of things. So yeah. the things you can't change, you just love them. And yeah. yet also know that there are certain people who 
if I don't stop talking, they will never talk. Yes. <laughs> and if I don't stop interrupting, they won't finish their thought. And if I don't, you know, so they're like, I think of my friend Heather, who just is the most loving woman on the planet. And she will just listen until I am spiraling in my own words. <laughs> if I don't stop and go, and what about your day? And then right. she goes. <laughs> right. Well, just very, <laughs> that's really funny. And and you have to bring that out of her because that's just yeah. who she's going to be. She's going to wait. But that's also very sweet of her. Oh, 100%. It's one of the things yeah. I love about her friendship. Yeah, it's, it's a great thing. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I cannot do that. I cannot do that. So I just think it's very interesting to, I'm glad to learn how much interrupting means to you. I'm glad for you to learn what I hear when you interrupt and for us to still be engaged when the other person's talking, but, yeah. but know the messages we're actually sending. And that's the new segment we call Personal Breakthrough Monday, where we just <laughs> realize something. Work, oh my God, it's Tuesday. It really is, isn't it? Sorry. Personal Breakthrough, Transformation Tuesday, where we realize something in real time and then spend you know, half of a pretty well-rated show working out uh, what it means in our yeah. psychology. And I have no regrets. I think that was the perfect way to spend 10 minutes. No um, regrets. No. I, I have a little... Can I bring up a little old business for a second? Yeah, of course. I was hoping you had something on your list. I, ha I have a little old business, which I tried okay. because if people are just hopping in and this is the first time they've heard, there are two things that happened really briefly on Friday that I want to recap very, very quickly because they're both pertinent to the point. Sure. Number one... Um, even Lucy, my daughters, hop on the show every once in a while because I'm recording at my home and they sure. just pop in, we'll be on the microphone, and more more than anything, they really like Annie F. Downs and they think oh, it's fun. You. I have no idea what they're going to share. We don't prep them. This isn't a thing. They just pop in sure. on the microphone and they chat or don't chat, whatever. So Lucy gets on on Friday and shills for votes for this art contest. Oh, right. That, <laughs> and I'm sitting there flop sweating as she's doing this because I'm like, <laughs> oh, this kid has no idea. I think she basically thought it was like you and some friends. Uh -huh. But then I'm like, because I'd already put it on my Instagram, but I'm like, okay, it's a, that's a 50 vote post. There's uh -huh. already people with like 120 votes. This is this is just proud parents, but I don't have that kind of like massive draw that it's going to be like, whoa, you know? Uh -huh. this, so I put I put it on mine, nothing, a couple, couple 15, 20 people vote, very sweet. Annie, and then Lucy gets on the show, mentions it, talks about it for a second, says people yeah. can vote for her on Facebook. Right. I check Instagram later. I get Annie F. Downs posting a thing. <laughs> Lucy has obliterated this. <gasps> has she? The, there's like 120 votes. <laughs> I'm so and then, bad. no, no, no. And then Lucy has like a thousand. <gasps> oh. Lucy has like a thousand <laughs> likes. And 200 and something <laughs> comments. And I mean... Have they reached out to you and been like, No, if the happened? contest ends today, I took down oh, the link. I, I took down you the link You did take down the week. link. People oh, asked me for it. And I said, go to Eddie's no, page. And then no. it was gone, Eddie. It was one place in Twitter. And I it was encouraging. We have other friends that were voting for other kids. Because they all wrote these really thoughtful, like, coffee was from Ethiopia. And here was the... I mean, really thoughtful pictures. And Lucy's just obliterated it because she had the wherewithal to pop on a national show on Friday and <laughs> chill for votes. And I was so, I thought it was so funny. But I loved so, it. 
to everyone so, who voted and destroyed and crushed those other kids. Yeah. Thank you so much. Do you much. need us to go vote for the other kids up uh, into the, where they cannot beat Lucy? The contest is over. And oh, so okay. it it has ended. So I, this is why I can talk about it now. It is done. The damage is done. And sure. I'm going to leave it to those parents to explain to those kids uh, why I guess their parents aren't on a podcast. Yeah, and maybe sure, sure. if they were on a podcast, things would have been different for them. I don't know okay. how it works. Okay. That, that's the first point of business. <laughs> so thank you for voting. And I'm never, I'm going to really watch myself next time because apparently <laughs> the listeners come out and support. Thank you very much. for su- <laughs> Mostly though, thanks for being so sweet to Lucy. She's going to really spend that $10 Amazon card really yeah, she's well. Gonna, I can't, she's got to come on and tell us how she spent it. Well, she doesn't have oh, to do anything, but we would doesn't. really enjoy that. Yeah, I I know what she's thinking, and I'm not going to tell you. But there's there's a she has a certainly thought? an ex. There's an expectation of what ten dollars will buy that I think we're having to help dial in a little bit. Because <laughs> I'm not even going to say what it is because someone will end up sending it to her, and I don't want every kid to get a trophy. Right, but right. it's not ten dollars. So sure. uh, here's here's the second thing. Okay, we had on the show Friday. You said to me, "A very I have a special surprise for you," and it ended up being Mister. Annie F. Downs, uh, your yes, dad, my father, right? Your your dad coming on the show and just having a sweet little chat. Two things: one, can you tell us behind the scenes how much he prepped for that? Because I know, but are you yeah. able to share? Can yeah, you please I mean, share? Just, it's the most endearing thing I've ever heard. It's very sweet. So we talked probably thirty minutes. I I told him the night before. I invited him the night before to join the show. Yeah. We talked about 30 minutes before I went downstairs to start recording. And in that 30-minute window, he made some notes. So there were things he would not forget. Right. And so things like he did. Eddie's trick shop. Yeah. Was Eddie's written on a piece piece of paper. He yes. had it all. Yeah, it was but great. I, so very sweet. Loved loved it. Loved all the follow-up comments about your dad. But can I tell you what was happening in my mind at that point? Yes. I, I didn't know you were at your parents' house. And when you said I have a special guest. I lost my breath because I thought Bebo Norman was about to come on the show. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and so the pivot that I had to do mentally from thinking, oh, my God, she got Bebo Norman on the show, which well, why would you do that? But what other surprise would I? Would I, when I don't know him either. When you're social distancing. Yeah. It's crazy that I would think about that. But we That's had just talked about it the, the days before. And for some reason, I'm like, oh, my gosh, is this Bebo Norman about to pop on the line? And then it's your dad. And I was... Very happy to talk to your dad, but yeah. also the the turn I had to do the mentally. Mental pivot, sure. Between meeting Bebo and wanting to talk to him about like young life and what he meant to me, and then to your dad to talk about parenting. Wow. I it was it was quite a it was I just thought you would enjoy knowing that that's what happened in that half a second yeah, between I had of, no of, idea. Of, it's so weird, isn't it? Yeah, but you also know that I know you don't really like surprises. And so I would not bring Bebo on here as a surprise, just so you know. I wouldn't do that except with my dad. (laughs) Yeah, but it's a weird thing to think. I shouldn't have thought Bebo Norman, but I had no reference for anything. Yeah, your brain didn't have time to think. You just thought what you thought. Right, right. it was just an instant thing. Mm -hmm, But people were like, mm -hmm. wow, Eddie sounded so surprised. I was like, no, I didn't sound surprised. It sounded like I thought I, I... I was about to have an, a whole other conversation, and then I had a whole other conversation. Like, wow. I thought I'm drinking water. Turns out I'm getting Sprite. Both delightful. I need right. a second to adjust. Right. And, and there's your sweet Southern dad bringing the jokes. Yeah. I love it. Wow, you thought it might be. Yeah, don't, you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry. 
It, I will not surprise you with Bebo Norman at any point. That would not be enjoyable to me either, to be on the surprising end of talking to someone I've respected as long as I've respected Bebo Norman, purely <laughs> because I would be sure that I hadn't gotten to say what I wanted to say because I'd been surprised. Oh, funny. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like, I, w- I would want a couple, I would want a half a day to consider. Yes. Yes. So I would, I would never, I would never do that to you. But you would like it if I did that to you, right? Um, maybe. Like if Dolly popped on the show? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, I think it'd be really fun. I would be worried if that was my one and only time to get to speak to someone like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, Who's like a, there are who people is, that who yeah. could who could pop on the show that I'd be like, Eddie, that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And there are people where I'd be like, hey, there I've been waiting my whole life to talk to them. I probably would have preferred heads up. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. Totally. Don't surprise me with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, yeah. Don't surprise she, me with Dolly Parton. Maybe surprise me with uh, Chrissy Teigen. We're great. Great. Because you can just pick off, pick up with yeah. Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, Chrissy? Christy. Chrissy. Chrissy. Pick yeah. up right where her Instagram left off or yeah, where, that's right, right where her that's f- right. Twitter left off. That's right. But Jimmy Fallon Who, is deeper to you. Like yes. You would have, give me two that you would not want me to surprise you with and one that is fine. Not surprise me with uh, Kristen Wiig. Uh, um, yeah, I was going to say Will Ferrell, but I feel yeah. like I got to go. I got to go deeper than that. But there's kind of the, well, because they're both just SNL, not yeah, just no, SNL, but. Yeah, I would say someone like that. You can surprise me with probably any athlete that I'm really into. A Washington oh, sure. Nationals player. I can probably yeah. hop on right away and not have the same, you know, mm-hmm. like I would be I would be extremely excited, but I wouldn't feel like I had to say like, here's where I was during the World Series. That's and right. it meant some, I would be That's I would right. be fine just picking up and going, okay, what are yours? Two, so Jimmy Fallon, no. Jimmy Fallon, Dolly Parton, don't surprise me with. You can surprise yeah. me with Chrissy Teigen. Oh, okay. Yeah, those are the three. Yeah. Oh, those are great. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, 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 I feel like what, the other thing we learn in here is categorically who to and who not to. So to me, for yeah. both of us, Bebo Norman is a do not surprise me. Oh, uh, Tribe Called Quest. Anybody from <laughs> Tribe Called Quest? I'm not kidding. I would not. Their music's meant a lot to me. And Paul Simon, musician-wise, are probably my two favorites. Wow. I met... Yeah, I couldn't handle yeah, I'd that. I'd also put in the Queen of England. Don't surprise me with the Queen of England because I think that's as likely to, as getting Paul Simon. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess I don't know who you know, but I'm saying like if I met Paul Simon, I wouldn't be able to say like, hey, you wrote a song called America and I've listened to it 5,000 times and I've cried 4,000 of them and I don't know how to process it. And da, da, da. I, I couldn't handle Paul Simon or I guess Queen of England. You laughed at me when I said Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, because I could not tell you the only thing. When you say that, that, when you say that, the only thing I hear is Questlove. Is he in there? He is not. See, I have no, the guys of, assuming it's guys, of Tribe Called Quest could literally come into my house right now and I'd be like, "Yeah, hi, are y'all here to help me? Are you here (laughs) to borrow something? Are we... Are we hanging out? Let's I, hang out. P.S. I'm acting out this whole thing. I keep looking at the door as if this is video. I'm I'm literally acting out a group of men that is a band. Band? Just right. came into my house and I'm asking them yeah. questions. So yes. that was, I fully went into that. I will tell you, they they would be, if they came and showed up, you would immediately go, these guys are the coolest people ever. They oh, are extremely okay. cool. I'm going to send you, and I'm not going to share it anywhere because I it's got lyrics in it and i don't want to i'm going to share with you I, do you have apple music 
Not as well as I should. You can send it that way. I'm kind of a Spotify person, but you can send it Apple Music way and I'll be Do you subscribe to, to any music subscription service where uh, it plays Spotify. anything you want? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I will make you, I will send you a Spotify playlist of Tribe Called Quest. Just five or six songs. Okay. Just to, I'll, just I'll to see what. those with pleasure. That was extremely cool to say. Don't say that <laughs> when you meet Tribe Called Quest. Don't say I'll sp- Also, don't say trans. that when you meet the Queen of England. I don't think she'd she get it. I don't know. I bet she's cooler than we give her credit for. Speaking of which, Michelle Obama documentary this weekend. (gasps) I didn't even know it existed. What's it on? It's it's called Becoming. It's about her. It's essentially, you know, she wrote a book called Becoming. Yes. Michelle Obama wrote a book. Yeah. Okay. It's the, it's a documentary of the Becoming tour where she did this stadium tour doing a book tour, just a book tour, except hers is in stadiums. Um, with Stephen Colbert interviewing her and, yeah. you know, <laughs> Oprah. Right. But but then it also is intercut between behind the scenes of just the tour and her life, but also telling some of her stories. We're talking about her her family and where she grew up and her story and et cetera. And, you know, some of the high points of the book becoming. Politically, people can stand where they will. They can like Mrs. O- Obama or not or the politics of her husband, et cetera. It was an exceptional documentary, but there was a part in it, Annie. Yeah. I don't want to wreck it. I don't want to wreck it. Yeah, I don't want to wreck it. I will say this. <laughs> I, Bree and I were both very teary because there is a couple of parts where they turned the camera very intentionally off of Michelle Obama, which is hard okay. to do because she's just so interesting. Sure. And it's about the people that are meeting her and these young women that are expressing to her what she has meant in all of the many barriers that she has broken in her life. Yeah. And so there's like a a, a signing line for her book. And young woman after young woman, I mean, just like, is just walking up to her and just crying and saying, here's my story. And Michelle Obama, of course, is like meeting it with so so tender and gracefully. But person after person to realize the effect that that just her existence had on their life. Oh my gosh, Annie, you're gonna okay. you gotta be you gotta be in a crying mood for this one. But it was <laughs> so exceptional. Okay. Oh my gosh, it was so good. I'm watching the hard hitting documentary kind of stuff, like blazing through New Girl. I've just finished season five. I've got one and a no. half left to go. <laughs> Honestly, I cry every episode of New Girl. Of New Girl, yeah, I'm sure. Ugh. I've never seen it. I did. What? I, I I'm not a big. Uh, yeah. Okay, go. What? It's so good, right? Yes. But that's how you okay. feel about Parks and Rec, and I've never seen it. Right. So. Which, have you listened to, I, this is not me endorsing this because they use language and talk about content that I wouldn't want my mini BFFs to hear. But I heard an interview with Rob Lowe, and oh. he talked about how this is going to, ex- this explained you to me in such deep ways because he said <laughs> when, when they created Parks and Rec, what they said is, how do we write a comedy that is the comedy version of West Wing? Uh, yes. And you it love is. both of them. And I Deep, haven't watched deeply. either. <laughs> it makes got, so much sense. It is hard for me that you haven't watched the West Wing. It's hard on a relational level, honestly. To on the, I feel like it's like you haven't met my kids. 
Wow. That's, that's how much I love the West Wing. That is very off balance, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> is it too, did I go too far? I went too far. Someone yesterday when I was reading Fiona, they said, a lot of people actually from Cincinnati said, Fiona is our little Sebastian. <laughs> oh, you have no idea what a great joke that is. Okay, so will you tell me? Because I that I the, the, wanted to ask very, you that today. I don't want to wreck anything for you, but in Parks and Rec, there is a miniature horse uh, that becomes sort of like the mascot that people love. It's the local Indiana celebrity in this city of Pawnee, Indiana, where uh-huh. the show takes place. It's the local celebrity, and everybody loves little Sebastian. And some of the characters don't understand it and think it's so funny. So there's always this like back and forth, like, why do you guys care about this silly horse? Anyhow, the horse eventually dies. And it's not a major plot point, so I'm not giving anything away. Uh-huh. But the rest of the show, like seven seasons... They never stop talking about this horse. They have tribute songs to this horse. There's a, a benefit concert where Wilco plays a tribute song about little Sebastian. It's oh, wow. just this hilarious joke that they never backed off of that just continues to build and build. And every, and you realize, oh, it's just this silly little miniature horse named little Sebastian. But okay, oh, man, bye bye little Sebastian is a great song. Okay. Oh, I'm yeah. not gonna, I, I, I can't explain it. It's not going to have the same weight, but yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fiona the Hippo is very much like Will Sebastian. And Fiona is also on Cameo. I think you mentioned that. I, you mentioned that to me. I had not barely hit stop on recording the or reading the book yesterday, and you said, Fiona's on Cameo. <laughs> it's important that you know you can get this hippopotamus to eat a piece of cabbage in front of your kid or whatever. Oh, man. Okay, do you have any heroes for today? I'm going to go with Fiona. I feel good about that. Okay. No, I don't. I don't. No. Do you? I feel so tornadoed by what just happened there. You do or do not consider Fiona a hero? I do consider Fiona a hero. I do not have any additional heroes, though I should. I just did not think about it. If, <laughs> if we're being honest. Appreciate I your honesty. Yeah, I maybe need to start writing that down and pay as much attention to heroes as I did the note, I thought it was Bebo, not your dad. That's the note I wrote. That, maybe that I, still blows my mind, how that it's happened weird. in your brain. Yeah, But it's weird. Mind. It's very weird. <laughs> I'm, saying it, I'm saying it not because it's normal, but because it's like, go ahead, laugh at me. This right, is a weird thing. Right. Um, um, do you know who I'd like to bring as a hero is Pastor Eugene Cho. Oh, he was on your show. You know, he was this. on my I show. That's n- yes. That I would have brought I, him if I'd have listened to this interview uh, anywhere. He's just so good at teaching people how oh, to be man. better. <laughs> his I've just book, been so impressed with him. Overrated was his first book. Yeah, really one of those life changing books. He is. Uh, keep going about that, that Eugene it. show. No, that's I just that's keep going. I want to hear about his first book. I haven't read it. Oh, he just talks about, he talks so wisely about faith and influence and how you can actually help and serve in the world. But then what I love about him is that he goes and does it. Like he came and spoke at an IJM one time, a thing one time about, uh, he spoke to pastors about justice. And you think, what a lowball ask to just be like, yeah, come to a justice thing, talk about justice to pastors. Yeah, But I am telling you, it was six years ago, and people still quote that. And he goes and lives it. Like, he works with one day's wages. He goes and works with, what's the new organization out of D.C. that he's working for, uh, leading? Bread of Life? No. Yeah. Oh. I know. I'm the worst at this stuff. Bread.org, I think, is the website. 
Oh, perfect. About to look right now. Keep talking. Um, but he like he goes and he lives this out, and he's just one of those thought leaders and also practitioners. Yes, yes, and he's wise and honest, and he also when he gives it. You really, this was your point, and now I'm going nuts on no, Eugene Cho. No, I love it. It's bread just, for the world. Bread for the world. Bread, and it is bread. Oh, that's org. better. Mm-hmm. It is bread.org? Yep. What a great website to have. Great website. Home run. That person's a hero who got bread.org. <laughs> no kidding. Well done, social media intern from six years ago that mm-hmm, figured it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but he also, when he speaks, he's one of those great thinkers that doesn't always provide answers, but is very vulnerable about where he's at right now, even if where that's at doesn't provide a lot of answers. It's just right. an honest. Anyway, yeah, Eugene Cho. Eugene Cho. That, I just thought, what a, what a hero. Great one. What a great guy. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, okay, well, we did it again. Let's try it again on Friday. I, I would hope so. This is such a joy. Today feels like we covered a lot of things. <laughs> Yeah, I look at the clock and it says, oh, we've been recording two minutes. And then I look away for a second and I look back, 34 minutes. Yeah. We're really. It's impressive. Got to get some counseling in. <laughs> <laughs> we, some, the better thing is we, in front of everyone, we took a step in healthy communication and understanding between friends. I think that's awesome. I think that's maybe what we titled today's show. What are we titled? Uh, we can. Annie and Eddie keep talking about healthy communication. I'm into that. That's okay. a great one. Okay. <laughs> or a little Sebastian. Uh, it's your choice. We'll do healthy communication. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Sebastian. Yeah. All right, friends. Go wash your hands, please. And we will see you back here on Friday. Bye, friends. Bye.